0: Welcome to episode 385 of We Don't Die Radio. I'm your host, Sandra Champlain, author of the international best selling book called We Don't Die A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. And this is a special video episode. So if you are listening on your favorite podcast and would rather be watching, just go to YouTube and type in We Don't Die Radio 385. That's all there is to it. Today, I'm excited to have back Craig Hogan, who's been with us several times, and he is the president of the Afterlife Research and Education Institute, also known as AREI. He is the author of many incredible books, including titles like Your Eternal Self, Science Discovers the Afterlife, Afterlife Communication, and Evidence Beyond a Reasonable Doubt, You Will Never Die. but. We're here today to talk a little bit about those things, but to really find out about his latest project, he has created a brand new website that was just launched for humanity about the afterlife with a partner and fabulous lady, podcast host and author Roberta Grimes. You've heard her before on the show also. Their mission is to prove that you are a spiritual being who will never die between the two of them they have 80 years of afterlife research and 15 afterlife books published you can find out more and discover for yourself this new website we're going to hear from craig just a moment about it but the website you'll want to remember is seekreality.com craig welcome back to we don't die radio my friend
1: Sander, it is such a delight to to spend time with you. I enjoy every minute of it. And so I'm looking forward to this.
0: Oh, me too. I think we've known each other face to face five, six years. I don't know. It's been a while. And we were email communication uh, before that. Yeah. You you were a special part of my life that brought me from a hope in the afterlife to believing when I had read your eternal self. So I'm always in gratitude.
1: Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, of course, accepted well and uh, and happily, because that's our that's our role. That's what we're doing here. you know. so we're helping people to understand the realities of the life after this life. Yes,
0: absolutely. Now, Craig, there have been people that have listened to all 385 shows. Bless you if you're one of them. I know there's many people out there that are committed to this show, but there's some people that have never heard of you which happens, and never heard of me either. So if you don't mind, maybe giving us a little condensed version of how you got into this wonderful field and some of the things that you have done and are doing. And, um, and then, of course, I really i am so excited to learn more about Seek Reality Online.
1: Yeah, I'm happy to do that. Decades ago, I discovered that I was had some psychic ability. And that helped me to understand that there is a greater reality. There's much more to life than what we see. And as a result of that, then I started to ask questions about what happens after people leave this life. And and I came up with the answers. The answers were flooding into me. You know, if you look, you find them because they're there. And I discovered the fact that we continue to live after the body dies. And, And so then I wanted to know how that was possible. How could it be true? If we have the brain dies, it seems like we ought to die. Uh, And as I discovered more about it, then I realized that we are not part of the brain. The brain is not useful in our lives. The brain is just decoration, and that we are eternal beings who are having a physical experience, and we will continue to live without the body happily. And it'll just be a very brief transition, hardly noticeable, and we'll go on to the next life. So when I discovered that, then I wanted to teach people about it. It's like the the Coleridge is the rhyme of the ancient mariner, the ancient mariner. Uh, who had to tell his tale? He was he was destined to tell his tale, and went around and stopped people in the street and told them his tale. And that's what I feel like we are. We we just have to let everybody know in any opportunity we have about this truth because it'll make such a difference in their lives. And so that's what I've dedicated my life to now.
0: Yeah, when you say the, uh, the brain is decoration, it's kind of a nasty one because it's. Right. The very first thing when I wake up in the morning, look in the mirror, you know, it's right there with negative comments. So it's really interesting because so many of us believe what the what the brain tells us when. Why should we? Because it's not our biggest champion, is it?
1: No, it isn't. Uh, The brain is going to get in the way. So what we were taught from childhood that has made up our brain All of the things that we discovered that we were taught by our parents, we were taught by our our churches, we were taught by the schools, all of that is, is fabrication. Most of that has to go away. We must eliminate that, drop that out of our lives. And when we drop it out, it's like we have emptied a vessel and the vessel immediately is filled with the truth. And that's when we discover the reality. And once we discover the reality, then we can never go back. We're always going to understand that and it's going to make the tremendous difference in our lives. And then that makes a difference in the lives of the people around us. So it is a matter now of all of humanity becoming engaged and in becoming inflamed with this understanding, with this new reality. And once all of humanity is, then we'll see a changed world.
0: And it can happen. There's that great yeah. quote by Arthur Schopenhauer. Oh, I'm going to butcher it, but that um, all great truths go through three stages. And one is they're ridiculed. And the second one, I can't really exactly remember, violently opposed. And yeah. then the third one is they're accepted as self-evident, like they've always been. So I yeah. think of people like the Wright brothers. Many people are so happy to get on an airplane and travel and have your Amazon goods delivered because they traveled across the world, having no idea that the guys who started aviation there, um, well, part of that, but were up in the first airplane that they were ridiculed nobody yes. believed them people made fun of them and now self-evident it's always they good are.
1: they were called the lying brothers uh a hundred years after they had made their discovery that they were still called the lying brothers people still didn't believe that this had actually happened that you could have a heavier than air vehicle that people could get into and, and transport themselves So it takes a while for these things to happen. We look at Copernicus, who had said that the Earth is not the center of the universe. He said that in the 15th century. People didn't believe him. Galileo said it again in in the 16th century. He said, look through my telescopes. You can see Jupiter's got moons. Our moon has craters. You know, it's obvious that the sun is the center of the universe. We are not the center of the universe. And it still took decades before people believed that that's true. We're in the process right now of seeing the beginning of an understanding, a new understanding, a new realization of the realities of life. And when people understand that, when all of humanity understands that, It will be glorious.
0: It will be. And it's on the horizon. There's no doubt. And if you could talk a little bit about um, yourself working with Roberta and what's now being created, because I am a member of Seek Reality Online, Mm -hmm. and it just opens up a whole world. So I think it can take a lot of the legwork out of some of us who I'm just now over 25 years of researching you know if somebody's already done it for us certainly we can do our own discoveries but it's nice to be able to open up to a a world of what's already been done could you talk a little bit about that and roberta yeah
1: and that's the way that we felt there's so much that we know now to be true and we realize that most people don't know that these truths they don't understand the realities the reason that we know them now is because we have communication across the world things that happen in the united states then are known in across the world on the other side of the world immediately because we have communication uh, when lincoln was assassinated it took 2 days before anybody on the west coast realized what had happened so, but now we watch things happen immediately and so what's happening is As people are having experiences and learning about the life after this life and the fact that their loved ones are coming through and talking to them, spending time with them after they've supposedly been dead. And because people are learning that and they're communicating that with each other, we now are seeing a sea change. We're now seeing everything break open. We're seeing that understanding. But most people still are not getting the information because the media won't give it to them. The churches won't give it to them. And so what we wanted to do is to put together seekreality.com in which we would have all the evidence, everything that's coming out, everything that we know to be true, and let people know the truth so that the truth will set them free. This is become It will become a new life for them once they realize it's true. And so seekreality.com has all of the best information that we have. We have information about the proofs of the afterlife, information about what happens to people during the transition, when they're going from this life into the next life, what happens before the transition, Why we know that people, there is no judgment, there is no condemnation. There certainly is no such thing as a hell. That's a terrible mythology. And so all of these things that people don't realize. In in a a survey done uh, in the United States, uh, very recently, 67% of the people still believe there's a hell. And there's such ignorance and misunderstanding. And it just makes people very, very fearful of what's going to happen after they pass from this life and we want to eliminate that we want to give them the truth so that they don't have to have that fear
0: how did you come together with roberta on this
1: we well roberta and i met probably 20 years ago now and uh, when she had me come out to austin to speak about the uh, the the book uh, uh, see the my your eternal self and, uh, and then after that, we kept in communication. We did the conferences together that you, that you've been part of. And, and we have had this wonderful experience together of helping people to understand what we know to be true. We came to realize just this past year that we could bring all of this to people even more immediately and more profoundly if we do it on a website and so what we're doing is we're putting together a a website it's online now at seekreality.com and the website has this latest information Uh, our goal is to make sure that we get to as many people as we can we also are having a magazine so there's a magazine called seek reality and the magazine is going to have information and the latest information and it's going to be the kind of thing that will be in bookstores it is a published magazine so, and we're we're devoting this time. We decided that if we're going to have an make a difference for people, we can have conferences. The conferences only reach a few people, and they're very difficult to put on. Uh, we can do things like we can we can have magazine articles that we, that we produce, but we wanted to have something which with a greater reach than that. And so that's when we decided to put together SeekReality.com. And it looks like it's going to be a really good website. I'm very, very pleased with it. It's up now and it's available for anybody to take a look at.
0: It. Yeah, it's brand new. So what kind of things, if you could talk about some of the reasons you believe in the afterlife and what people can find, and certainly we don't have the time to go into all of it, but I know that that information is on Seek Reality. Dot com. But what kind of things? Because some people, this may be their first time with us and Mm -hmm. they have a loved one who's passed they're They really want to know that their loved one lives on and they'll see him again.
1: Oh, sure. And they will. You know, we can assure them that they will. There's no doubt about that fact and that they're available to communicate now. So we know that this is true. We know that there is a life after this life that people go on, that we have reunions with them, with people and with our pets So we know that these things are true. And the reason we know that they're true is because people are communicating to us from the life after this life. And what's profound about that is that the people who are receiving the communications on this side of life know them well. They knew they have memories of what's going on with them together. They share things within those conversations that only they would know with each other. Uh, in, in other instances, we have people who are coming through from the other side who are with their loved ones here on earth. They visit them practically daily. They spend time with them daily. And so then they come through from the other side and they communicate things about what the person on this side is doing. So it's obvious that they're very much alive. They're involved in the person's life. And so we have recordings now uh, some of the most profound recordings are from Leslie Flint, a medium who lived in the 20th century. And he would sit in a darkened room and the voices would come out of a of, of voice box that formed on his shoulder from the material from his body. And the voices would come out and we have recordings. We have thousands of these recordings now. And they're verified to be true. We know that they're true. But the important thing is there's one woman who comes through and she talks to her husband on this side of life. His name is Dr. Dinshaw Nanti. He was a professor uh, in, in Europe, in, uh, in England. And uh, he, after his wife, Annie, passed away, he came to Leslie Flint and sat with him every six months for several years. And he would sit down and they would talk to each other, just like they were talking over the breakfast table. They would talk about incidental things about their lives when they were together, but most importantly, Annie would talk to him about what he was doing then. She would go with him. She went one time. She flew on a plane with him. She said, "I flew on the plane with you, and we went to a conference, and I saw a big ballroom full of people, and and there were a lot of tape recorders there, and I sat very close to you there." And she said, "What were all the tape recorders for?" And he said, "Well, I guess in case one breaks down, you know, but but she knew." What was going on with him and and every day she would spend time with him this is the proof because they're coming back to us they're talking to us we have the records of them talking to us they are very much alive very much involved in our lives so we know that in the same way we will never die
0: wonderful and just before you and i signed in i just mentioned to you, we have a mutual friend, Sonia Rinaldi, who captures not only voices from people in the afterlife, but images. And I had a dear friend that recently transitioned in a very tragic accident about five weeks ago. And not that I want to uh, beg from my friends to help, but I just thought if she ever does an experiment and she wants uh, an extra picture of someone, not, no, no pressure at all, But just before we spoke, she has sent me about two dozen of her trance images. And there is no question, Michael is in the afterlife. Mm -hmm. They're just they're amazing. I can't wait to check them out even more. And she's excited. His face transforms into different faces. There's a man, there's a lady that are older. I found some pictures of um, Facebook of his parents, and they look very close to his parents. And boy, Mm -hmm. I tell you, it's one thing to have a a hope and a faith in the afterlife. And it's a whole different thing to have this knowing when you can hear voices, you can follow the Nanjis beautiful stories through Leslie Flint, hear the voices. And and there's so many other reasons to believe
1: as there's well. There's so many others. There's so many others. And and Sonia also did in preparation for a conference that I had flown her up for. Uh she in preparation was trying to communicate with the North American station. These are the people who on the other side are sending through the signals to give us the images, to give us the voices that come that we record. And so she was trying to get them to come through and she's in Brazil, they would only speak Portuguese and she couldn't get them to come through in English. We needed English. It was an English conference. And so what she did was she decided to speak to my mother to see if she could have my mother come through. And she, of course, she would come through her in, in English. And sure enough, she said, uh, would, would Mrs. Rosemary, is what she said, my Mary, mother's name is Mary Rose. She said, would Mrs. Rosemary like to leave a message for Craig? And just as clear as a bell, she said, I'm ready at this point. Meaning she was ready to work with us and she's been working with us ever since. So she was able to do that. She was also able to get a trans image. So she had a trans image of my mother, and when we saw the trans image remarkably she was in her 20s and we know that that's true and now we know that people's bodies on the next life are in their 20s or 30s in their prime of life and so that was a a a real validation of the fact that it was my mother coming through she gave sonia the trans image she gave sonia the recording saying she's ready to work with us now
0: i have been involved in so many online medium demonstrations. I know we each have our uh, gatherings on Sundays, and we host uh, similar to a spiritualist service. And over the past oh, it's going on 130 weeks, we've been doing this just free of charge, the loved ones that come through the reunions, the specifics, and I've got a pair of 3d goggles that I use for exercise called Oculus. Mm So I use it for. And when I I'm listening to this music, there's balloons that come out and I have these swords in my hand and everything appears three-dimensional. So, of course, for exercise, I'm dancing and swatting around these balloons. But I got this image that our loved ones can see us and be part of our lives three-dimensionally. They they follow us. I mean, they give us our privacy, don't get me wrong, but they're with us. And they're, they, I love the phrase hereafter because they're, they're here. They're not way off beyond in the clouds, but they can be right. very, very much part of our life. But for us, well, we live in this human body with that brain we talk about. And it is difficult for us to have that faith that they're alive.
1: Yeah, it's hard for us to imagine that because we were reared with the surroundings that we have. We were reared with people in bodies. We were reared with the matter that we have around us, the world, the trees, the the streams and the birds. And so we were reared with all of that. And that's the only reality that we know. So it's very difficult for us to get used to the idea that there is another reality and that reality is imminent. It is with us. It's all around us at all times and that it's populated by people. So our loved ones can come into this reality. They do come in. They come in for anniversaries birthday parties, special events, graduations, they will come to us and they will stand among us. And we know that they're there. Now mediums are able to see them and that's wonderful because some mediums are actually able to see them and say, I see your grandmother standing behind you. And uh, the mediums are just getting what we, we could all get. They are there. So we know that they come to be with us during special occasions. They're always aware of what's going on. They're only a thought away. So they receive our thoughts and they receive our, our feelings. It is like a telepathy. And so then wherever they are in the next life, they're going on with their lives. They're, they're making discoveries. They're learning things. But at any point, if they receive a message from us, if, for instance, we say, I'd like to speak to you and I like, or I'm hurting right now. I wish I could hear from you. They come immediately to us. They're only a thought away. So that it's a different reality. And people that, if people get used to that reality, they'll come to find out that it's glorious. It's just a wonderful reality, knowing that our loved ones who have gone off into the next lives and have just changed form are very much with us and have not left us. And, and we will have a re- wonderful reunion. But right now, we can talk with them. We can converse with them. And we can teach people how to do that. We do that teaching. And that then makes a difference in their lives.
0: Absolutely, it does. And they communicate through very subtle things. I've, I've taken enough classes in mediumship and psychic studies to know that our imagination, what we think we are creating, that's the channel that they use. So sometimes you'll smell grandmother's apple pie or grandfather's cigar, and you just say, Oh, it's my imagination. Well, yes, and yes, it's them. So I've also um recently really been paying attention, as I said, my friend has passed. Craig, I've had some private jokes that come to my mind out of the blue, make me laugh out loud. I've had uh, listening to songs on the radio, and sometimes the words are so specific. And I realize some of this conversation, some of the things that are coming in split second, while they may be in my voice, I didn't create them. So once we start peeling away the onion and start really realizing the different modes of communication you, you can start trusting that the loved one yeah. is there.
1: And the more people are open to that, the more they come. So they, on the other side, are, will engage with us if they know that they're getting through. So if if we just would relax and say, yes, I, I know that that's you, you know, and, and accept that, accept what they're saying, accept what they're bringing to us, then they will bring more to us. They say that to us. They tell us that from the other side. And these things that are happening are happening in the stage of our minds. In the stage of our minds, we don't really have a voice. There is no voice in the stage of our minds. We have words that come to us and we assume that they have a voice because we have voices in the physical realm. But there is no real voice there. It's actually just the, the implication of a voice. We can remember someone else's voice. So we can remember the sound of their voice, the timbre, the, the resonation of, uh, uh resonance of it. So we do remember other people's voices, but our, when we're imagining or we're bringing things into our mind, into that stage that's our mind, there is no real voice there. So what happens is when they communicate to us, they will communicate in in whole conclusions, in whole messages. They'll give the whole message to us. We then will convert that into voice because of the fact that we, we need voice to communicate. And then we have a feeling like because it's in our minds that it must not be them. It must be us that's doing it. What they've done is they've given us the message. We take the message and convert that into words. We think there's a voice. There's no real voice there. And if we just get used to that, if people could just get used to saying, if the what they would need, all you need to do is to say, ask a question. Ask them a question. Say something to them. The first response that you, that you comes to your mind, that's them. They've given you the response. And if people can get used to doing that, they can have conversations. We teach people how to have conversations with loved ones in the next life. And most of it is just being open, relaxing, not questioning whether it's them or whether it's you, and allowing it to come to you. And then marvelous things come. As you say, they will bring things to us.
0: It's wonderful. It's like learning a new language, Yeah. but we're all dealing with that ego mind. We all have it, whether we want it or not, that thinks we're the be all and the end all, and these things can't be possible. But I tell you what we, well, that new um, web telescope that's out in the world, taking out pictures in the universe. Yeah. Amazing. What it's uncovering this ever expanding universe. And then down to our tiniest, particle within us it's been proven through science all we are is vibrating energy invisible vibrating energy so when we start looking from the outside in we we realize we we human beings that little mind brain we can't know it all can we
1: no we can't know it all and and but we are discovering we are we are learning more and more and the reality that we have here, the reality that we call matter and energy is actually at the, at its basis consciousness. It's the mind of God. Uh, and so that what we, we are is the, our universal intelligence is giving us this much like it does in a dream, but it's very solid. It is substantial. It has matter and energy. And in the same way, when, when we go to the next life, it has matter and energy too. It's a different location. It's a different, but it is very much like this. There are peoples there, there are streets, there are houses, there are animals, there are pets, everything just as it is on this side of life, except much more glorious. So when we get used to that and allow ourselves to see that what we're getting in our minds, that in our minds, we have senses. Uh, Sight does not happen outside of of the eyes. It doesn't happen in the environment. It doesn't happen when it comes into the eyes. Sight only happens in the mind. And so in the same way that sight only happens in the mind, we can get sights from them. They can impress us with sights. They can impress us with sounds. They can impress us with smells. And all of these things come into the mind because that's where everything actually happens for us. And all we have to do is be open to it, and they will give it to us.
0: Oh, I love how you explain that. I forgot all about that, about the eyes and how our brain works. And we are just a miracle and a mystery, Oh, you had mentioned the word dream and I had a dream last night. Oh, it was a nightmare. And I was so grateful that I woke up. But while I was in the dream state and it was real, I have heard from many people, as I'm sure you have as well, that when we transition or migrate to the hereafter, it's a world that makes this world seem like just a dream.
1: Mm -hmm. They say that, and and those when they communicate to us, they say theirs is the real reality, that this is just a temporary stopover, uh, and that theirs is the real reality. But their reality is much more vivid than our reality. They have colors that we don't understand. We can't understand them. They have flowers that are huge flowers, beautiful flowers that are never picked. There's no reason to pick them because if you want flowers in your house, you just have to want them there and they're there but the flowers not only have smells but they have music coming from them and we just can't even imagine this this kind of a wonderful world it seems like it's too good to be true uh only because of the fact that we're right now in the crucible we chose to be in earth school during this time because earth school's hard earth school has has difficulties it it has all kinds of things it has ticks and it has COVID, and it's it has death and, and, uh, these things, but in the next life, then all those things are gone, but all the wonderful things are that we bring from earth are there and much more. And it's much more glorious there. So we are expecting that when we move into the next realm of life, we will have much more than we could ever imagine it to be true. And we're just trying to help people to understand that people just have to realize. We have real bodies. We There is no such thing as a hell. All of these mythologies that we have to get rid of and teach people the truth, and they'll be just delighted when they realize that it's true.
0: Yes, and that moment that we do make, we close our eyes that last time and open them up, whether we believe or don't believe, we're surrounded by our loved ones. Oh, It's going to be glorious. But we have things to do here on Earth, right? Yeah. Before we get right. there, what do you think That's our it. purpose is? Because I know there are people that have suffered really deep grief and I've been there myself. Yeah. And you might think that the best thing to do is to join your loved one. What do you think? Why, why be here on earth? What is the value of being here?
1: We're here to learn lessons, to grow in love and compassion. In other words, make our beings more loving and compassionate and to enjoy ourselves. We're meant to enjoy this life. So we are here to, to do those things. If we're, if we're not doing them if we're not growing and learning lessons and becoming more loving and compassionate, and if we're not enjoying ourselves, then something's wrong. There's a disconnect. Our birthright, what well, we are brought here to do is to enjoy this period of time and to grow to love and have compassion for other people. That's our goal. And all we have to do to do that is to relax And just allow the love to flow because the love is at the basis of reality. It is the mind of God. And if we allow that love to flow from us to others, they will reciprocate and it will come from them to us. And we will have this constant flow of love among us, more concerned about other people than about ourselves. So here we are. We are here to learn lessons We have some challenges. We have hard times. We have difficulties that we have to go through. But do we always come out to the other side of the difficulties? And if we could just see that we'll come out to the other side. And when we do, we're bigger, we're stronger. We're more the person we we came to earth to become. And so then we face the challenges uh, if we just go through them. Truncating this life, in other words, ending this life before we've had a chance to learn, uh, puts us in a position in which we will regret that when we go on to the next life and we look back and say all of those things i could have done all those my loved ones that i could have spent more time with all the time that i could have had enjoying that life they're gone and i can't get them back so it's a, a suicide is a temporary solution that makes a, a permanent problem because the person is not able to enjoy life then. And that makes a difference for those on the other side who who are greeting them. And for those people on this side who are left.
0: Yes, and I do believe from all the afterlife communication, nobody's punished, they are embraced, there's people there for them, there is unconditional love. So don't anyone watching do not feel that anyone's ever punished at all. But I'd like to talk a little bit more about seekreality.com because if someone goes there, Craig, and you've said that it's a nice one-stop shopping, so to speak, for all kinds of afterlife things, what can people find on the site when they go? Do you have videos? Do you have audios? How, How do we digest what it is you and Roberta have created?
1: on the website itself we have videos we have articles or blogs we have the uh, we have audio recordings of people speaking for the life after this life we also are, are having we're going to be having zoom groups in which we answer questions because we want to uh, a lot of people to ask us questions and then we answer them On the website, we have the topics of of what life is like in the afterlife, what happens when you die, how can I communicate with loved ones there, how are my loved ones in the afterlife, what is the evidence for life in the the afterlife, and we'll have uh, teachings so that we will actually be teaching people how to communicate with their loved ones, and we know how to do it. We know what the methods are that we need to teach people, and those are on the website. We have... We talk about people commonly having afterlife communications and what they're like and how you have afterlife communications in dreams and whether our our pets are in heaven and what happens to children who die. Uh, Where do the children go when they die? And we have also information about how people can communicate on this side through psychotherapists. So we have three methods in psychotherapy now that, that psychotherapists are using. To unite people to communicate with their loved ones who are living in the next life. So they'll come in for their grief counseling. And in the middle of the grief counseling, then they will enter a state of mind in which they have a communication with their loved one on the other side. And that will resolve the grief once they've, they've had that counseling. We have the information about how that happens. And we have information about how to qualify, how to contact qualified mediums. Uh, We have lists of qualified mediums on. We have explanations of what happens just before the transition from this life to the next life, what happens actually during the moments of transition when they're making the transition, and what happens immediately afterwards, where people find themselves afterwards. So we're covering everything about the afterlife, about uh, the transition that we go through, and as much as we can. And if somebody needs to have more information about something, we will find it and we will give it to them.
0: Well, that's great. Now, there's a lot of free information on there, and you've also created a very, very low-priced membership site. Can you talk a little bit about what the, why you chose to do the membership site? And I think you guys have worked very hard on this, so a few dollars a month from people, not a big deal to maintain that.
1: <laughs> we want to bring this message to humanity, and so we realized that in order to be able to do that, we're going to have to have some kind of support. You can't go off and look for a grant to do this sort of work because the the, the money is not out there. Those who are, who are offering grants now are offering them for very scientific things that have nothing to do with our personal relationship with our loved ones on the other side and where we're going to go when we go there. So the money is just not available. And so, in order to be able to continue this work and and then also support the Afterlife Research and Education Institute which is supporting researchers uh, in order to be able to support that, then we are going to have a very low subscription it's only $6 a month. And we re- made it so low because we want people to get on. We want people to be involved. We would not, we want to then use that, what, whatever we receive from that to support the afterlife research and education Institute to support this work, to get the w- word out to people. And uh, in, in that way, Anybody who becomes involved is a part of a larger movement, part of a movement that's happening of changing the world. And we're doing it one person at a time.
0: Wow. And don't you feel making your life about being of service that your life works out?
1: Yes. If if you are of service to other people. If you stop worrying about, well, you know, sitting in, you know, tying yourself up in knots, well, you know, i am miserable. I'm lonely. I'm, I'm just having a hard time of it. I don't know why life is being like this to me. If you just stand up and get out of that and leave that behind and go into a, a, a life of service, go into a life in which you're looking for opportunities to love people, to show people that, that you love them and not worrying about whether you're reciprocating, whether you receive love back, but you will receive love back. And so if you just will will go find a method of serving other people volunteering at an agency volunteering with with uh with scouting or with with children or with with the elderly in, in nursing homes and if you start if you go outward go out to people and show your love for them it'll change your life entirely you'll no longer feel lonely and no longer feel like you don't have a purpose. And and there is no reason for you to feel like that. You just have to stand up, get out of that chair, get out of that bed and go on and do something for other people. The more you love, the more you will be loved.
0: Oh, isn't that true? Every Sunday we host our free spiritual service, our Sunday gathering, we call it. And I am just as human as the next person. So sometimes... I'm cranky. Yes, Craig, I can be cranky, not always smiling and worried about things. But then all of a sudden come two o'clock Eastern time, big smile on my face being of service. It just changes my whole outlook. So a little tip for anybody, if you are Uh, Looking to feel good yourself, even engaging somebody in a conversation, having them walk down memory lane of some of their favorite times and favorite memories. What was it like when your first child was born? Where's your favorite vacation place? Little things like that can be being of service because it'll help that person light up inside and then you get the the mirror effect.
1: And it lights you up.
0: Yeah. So when
1: you light them up, you're lighting yourself up.
0: Oh, Craig, what else would you like to share with us? I know we've got a little time left yeah. Anything about your books, anything more about seekreality.com or the A-R-E-I.
1: Yeah. Uh, seekreality.com is uh, our endeavor to bring this to the world. And we believe that we can do it. We'll do it one person at a time. So we're looking towards having people get together. We're going to be sponsoring groups. So we want people to get together and and enjoy themselves with each other and share what we, what it is that we're teaching people. And eventually then as these groups spread, then that'll make a change in communities, communities then in states, in nations, in humankind. And so what we're, we're trying to do is to do everything that we can, everything that, that is in our power. And we realize this, this is very important. We're not doing this alone, we're just part of a team. So the team on the other side is working with us. They're inspiring us. They're giving the the direction for us. They're making things happen. And all we have to do, anybody who has to do, who wants to discover this, all the person has to do is open their eyes and look, just like in Galileo's telescope. All you have to do is look through the telescope. If you just look at it, then you will come up with the truth. The truth will come to you because you have people on the other side who are working with you continually. You have guides, you have loved ones, you have helpers, you have angels, and they are all working to ensure that you are learning lessons, that you're learning to love and be compassionate, and that you're enjoying this life. You should enjoy life. I love it.
0: Well, Craig, thank you so much for being our guest today.
1: Yes, it's been a pleasure.
0: Oh, time goes by fast. And if you're watching this on YouTube, in the description, just beneath the video, I have the past episodes that Craig has been on. So you can find out a little bit more about his books and the AREI, the Institute, and so much more. And as a reminder, our home base is wedontdie.com. Yes, for the past two years, we have been hosting our Sunday gathering, actually over two years, with a free medium demonstration within each and every one. There's also some great online classes where you can get in touch with your own spirituality and lots of free things as well. Plus now, yes, 385 different Guests with different reasons to believe in the afterlife. Also, while you're at we don't Die.com, if you click on the store page, scroll down and find the We Don't Die audiobook. Use coupon code FREE, F-R-E-E, and be my guest and have a free copy of my book. There are the audiobooks there and then also the PDF version as well. So depending on how you've listened to this or watched this, if you feel so inclined just to hit the share button. Do it. You never know who's out there on their computer or on their phone having a bad day and all of a sudden, what? The possibility of the afterlife? What? 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 You can really make a difference with people. You just never know. And that's a good way of being in service. Also, remember the website with Craig and Roberta Grimes, seekreality.com. It's going to be really great to participate in it. Like I said, I am a member. And as time goes on, there'll be more things coming in. And it it is just a beautiful gift. So, Craig, thanks again. And And for our listener or our viewer, I really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. My name is Sandra Champlain, and I'm always so happy to be host on we don't die radio. I do believe that life is an education for the soul and your life here on earth is important. We do go through some really awful times, but if you look back on your life at those awful times and you realize how much you've grown and the difference you've made from other for others, because you've experienced them, you'll see what Craig was talking about, about learning and growing and find some joy. It really can be as easy as making a decision that I choose happiness. I choose gratitude. And once you start inviting in and thinking what you're happy about and what you're grateful for, you do change and you become that. So I really want to thank you for listening or for viewing, and we'll see you soon.